Exposure. Pulse 95 Live from Exposure at the Expo Center Sharjah. And we're back live right here at Pulse 95 Radio at the Sharjah Expo Center. This is the fourth day of the seventh edition of the International Photography Festival exposure we've gotten the chance to highlight some of the daily agenda here had uh, previously just uh, had a wonderful conversation with karen zussman and now we have with us another world-renowned photographer I'm, it's my pleasure to introduce giles clark he is a renowned photojournalist who has captured the human side of conflict and post-conflict issues around the world he started his career in Berlin in the mid-1980s and has since worked on film and photography projects in London, New York, Los Angeles, and India. He has also worked closely with the UN and OSHA on awareness campaigns in Yemen and Africa and with his work, with his work being recognized with several awards, most recently the Sharjah Government Communication Award. Welcome to the welcome to the show, guy Giles. Thank you so much. It's great to be here back in Sharjah. Um, I'm just very happy to be talking to you all about, you know, my experience here and some of the past work. Now, Exposure is this place where you really get to show your lifetime's work, and one of your biggest work we have is right here. You have your own exhibition titled "The Waste in Time." I've checked it out myself more than once, and I I'm almost enamored by this way you've captured it, it almost feels otherworldly in the sense where i'm looking at a post-apocalyptic world but no this is our world today this is a, a, an area in haiti the wasteland a place that almost feels like it, there's there's supposed to be no life there's no way to survive but you see not only humans but even animals thriving in this in this wasteland uh, could you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. Um, it's Waste in Time is a story um, that I, I found while in Haiti. Mm -hmm. um, originally, the area that these pictures are set in was a reservoir, was a freshwater reservoir for a, one, of, one of the impoverished neighborhoods of Port-au-Prince, which is the capital. Um, and I stumbled upon it really. I was driving to another location I, and I sort of saw this smoking landscape from a distance and I asked my driver, I said, what is, what is that? And uh, he just said, oh, it's a dump, you know. And, and so I said, can we go and have a look? And uh, we got to the gates and uh, we immediately turned away. Mm -hmm. So that, that's usually something which, which inspires me. It's like, okay, what is that? Well, I need to see Curiosity. It curiosity there so I got back into the car and came back to uh, where I was staying and did some research and a few days later I'd found out the real story behind this place it used to as I said it used to be a reservoir um, and in in 2012 when the Haiti earthquake happened mm -hmm. some 250,000 people were killed in that quake um, the government of the time decided to take all the rubble when they were cleaning up the the, the city mm -hmm. they decided to fill in the reservoir so that guilt that killed all the all the fresh water possibilities um, and it's a 200 acre site so what was a reservoir with fresh water for some of the poorer neighborhoods turned into this massive waste mm -hmm. dump and since then it's turned into the you know the city the city dump contracts are sold to private garbage disposal companies so it's 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 gone for gone forever now this area's gone forever so i i managed to eventually get get in there and and um and it, it, access is always key. Um, I, I, I was able to get in and I, I would spend about an hour a day in this landscape. It was burnt, it's constantly burning. Um, and after time, I got to know some of the, some of the people who were really making, making their living out of gathering 
sort of bits of value from from the from the waste. Mm -hmm. um, so if you see and you'll see in the in the um, in the in the exhibition, there's it's just really scenes of of life from this new landscape, this toxic landscape. I call it waste in time because it's it it really is it's it's just um, time. I suppose what it what it really is is just a snapshot of what we what what, what we can do to our planet and how time affects you know the, the our you know our thinking in in um, in and how quickly we can ruin things. So time time is very quick in in, in our in our um, you know time is running out. Now, Giles, you said something you know when you went to the gate of this wasteland, you knocked on the door and they said, hey, we don't want you here. Now, I always wanted to ask you, how do you build up the courage to go out of your comfort zone and go and see where the story is? Tell me, walk me through what energizes you and fuels you to go out there and be in a different place, in a different country, where you might not know the language, you might not know the people. Walk me through that. Yeah, um, well, it's always driven by, an, uh, by curiosity, mm. really. So. Um, in this case, I was very curious as to what, why I was not uh, allowed in, mm -hmm. and that gets me thinking of, well, is there some kind of something I shouldn't see here? Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I've always been driven by social injustice. Um, I, I suppose I'm an activist with a camera in many ways, mm -hmm. you know. So that was that that was in this case, but, but in general. Um, yeah, I've always wanted to cover stories where other cameras are, are not there, mm -hmm. other other cultures, other other situations in life that are just not focused upon. Mm -hmm. I mean, most of news goes one way, I tend to go the other way. Mm -hmm. um, it's a common thing in modern media now uh, that if something happens, the world's media rushes there. Mm -hmm. But what happens when the cameras go? Mm -hmm. You know, so a lot of the times I come in later, or I, I, I you know, I, I like to see the story out. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I don't see myself as a breaking news guy. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm telling stories about people who are living in situations that are continued, continually mired in conflict and confusion and chaos and instability. Now, that brings me to my next question. How do you decide that this will be my next assignment for X amount of time? Well, in some cases I get assigned. I just, mm -hmm. I was just assigned in January um, by the New York Times to go to Somalia. Okay. Um, so I, I, in some cases I'm assigned and mm -hmm. I go do stories, um, uh, you know, that are assigned to me. Mm -hmm. In other cases, I just, I, I'm interested in a region that, mm -hmm. that um, I read something in a newspaper, some little headline or some little, some little sort of caption somewhere or a news, something has to inspire Something me. triggers you. Something yes. triggers me and I still haven't worked out what that is exactly, <laughs> but, but um, it's, 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 it's just something as a, as a storyteller with a camera, uh, what is that? Mm -hmm. And then, mm -hmm. so in my life, I've, in my photographic life, I've, I've realized that to, to, to get the pictures, you need to be there. Mm -hmm. To need to be there, you need to figure out how to get there. Mm -hmm. So that's how I've done it. I've done it very sort of, I guess, quite logically, really. It's mm -hmm. like, well, if I want to tell that story, I've got to figure out how to get there. So it's just a question of mapping your way. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's served me pretty well in the past, just my gut feeling that this is something I should cover. Amazing. Besides being a photojournalist, you're also a filmmaker, and you are actually going to be screening a film called The Guardian Angel of Guatemala. That's it's right. going to be premiering here at the Auditorium on the 13th of Feb, which is tomorrow. Uh, actually, no, it's today at 8.15 p.m. 
PM. To those who are listening, what can they expect from from this documentary? Well, that's a very special project of mine. Um, I was I was okay. So I was basically living with paramedics in Guatemala City mm-hmm. uh, a few years back, and um, I've always been interested in the work of frontline responders. Paramedics are really interesting. Um, and it's a way, again, getting back to what we were saying earlier about access, you know, you, you need to have some kind of, you need, I, I always like to have people, somebody who's in the region, in the middle of whatever story I'm telling, sort of translate the story. So, so through their eyes, I'm seeing the problems they're facing. Mm-hmm. So in this case, it's with a, it's with a, um, I, w- I was actually at a, at a terrible scene, um, with the paramedics, um, a man had been shot on the street, and I was there photographing it. And in came this man, this doctor, in, in a sort of rather beaten-up old car. You'll see in the film. He came in, in in his sort of mobile EMT truck, which was sputtering, and and he got out. And his just aura of he came straight over. He, you know, he sort of directed all the other paramedics. And I thought, who is this? Mm-hmm. This was Dr. Chu. Dr. Chu is by day a thoracic surgeon, by night he's a volunteer mobile doctor wow. who goes, who answers on the police um, frequencies mm-hmm. and so he, he just rushes from scene to scene offering as a doctor, so a paramedic can do a certain amount but as a mobile trauma doctor he saves lives. Mm-hmm. So of course I was interested in him and, and having, he had spent time in America, he worked at the Cleveland Clinic in Ohio, so he's he's he was a perfect vehicle for me to help people understand what's going on in the often in gangland Guatemala City. It was it's often um, really hard areas. So that's that's the 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 bones of the story. And fascinating. You, yeah, it's it. And the great thing was we um, we managed to raise through having having made the film and with and I put it with Vice. Um, we put a GoFundMe page at the end, and we raised forty thousand wow. dollars, to, 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 and we bought him a new truck. So it was, it was, there was a lot of um, good goodwill towards uh, t- that that the project created. So, which which is why I urge you guys, to all our listeners, to head on by tonight at eight fifteen p.m. to the auditorium. Check out the film screening for the Guardian Angel of Guatemala, courtesy of Giles Clark. Again, man of the world, man of danger, thank you so much for sharing your time here and and telling us more about your journey. And do check out his enthralling exhibition, Waste in Time. It's been an absolute pleasure, Giles. Guys, thank you so much. And it's a real pleasure to be here. And I love the people of Sharjah, so I'm really happy to be here. We love you too. Thank you again for coming and thank you for your courage and bravery going across the planet to show us something we don't see. Ladies and gentlemen, 4215, let us know your guys' thoughts. We are taking a short break, but when we come back, much more is coming at you.